See, I knew before we started recording, when you started singing another song, that you was feeling real gospel today. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. No. I don't know what uh, you're talking about. <laughs> How's your week been? How's your week been? My week has been <laughs> so good. Oh, And good. here's why. Okay. If you guys haven't noticed, I sound so much better, mm-hmm. even if I don't, but I do. <laughs> I'm in my own makeshift studio right now, and I have to say, my voice sounds amazing. It does sound really good. (laughs) Mm -hmm. No, but um, my week has been good. I mean, I've done some online shopping. (laughs) 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 Why the face with it, though? You look so guilty. (laughs) Because I told myself that I was not touching any of my stimulus check, and Mm -hmm. I haven't. Right. Up until this this past week. (laughs) What did you get? Well, well, I'm saying I did, but I kind of didn't because I had my actual paycheck still. I had some of that. Mm -hmm. So I really could just move it back and be like, okay, girl, you spend some of your paycheck. Right. And I wouldn't feel as, you know, guilty. But I bought um, some cute T-shirts from mm-hmm. a website called Power in Black. Okay. So it has all these cute, like, little Black Power sayings and stuff. I follow them on, um, on Instagram. Yeah. 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 So they have, like, the I'm, I'm Rooting for Everybody Black shirts mm-hmm. and Nah by Rosa Parks. Right. You know, stuff like that. So I got my dad a shirt. Um, that says father, provider, king, something, something, something. It's really oh, I like nice. That. Yeah. It's really nice. And then I got mom a shirt that says Still I Rise and it oh. has Maya Angelou. And then I got one that says period and it has the <laughs> definition right. of period. Of course. Of course. There were other ones that, you know, were in a close second mm-hmm. and third, but I just decided, you know, since I say it all the time, especially to you guys. Why not have a shirt that says it? Exactly. Um. So I did that, and then I got a wig. Oh, okay. Because you know I like you know I, I like know my that. wigs. I mean, not him. And I just felt like I've been in quarantine, you know, <laughs> and like I've been doing my hair and stuff, and like I'm tired. Right. Like, I, if you guys are not black, you don't understand. <laughs> How tedious it is to wash and condition and detangle Mm -hmm. this. It doesn't matter how good, quote unquote, your hair is. And how long it is. That's true. And how how long it is makes it even worse. Exactly. But I mean, mine has never been really that long since after high school. And it's still an issue. I was going to say no. Remember when you had the blue hair and I had the the green hair? Oh, yeah. But that was short-lived. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so well, it was. I was just thinking it about was. it. Remember, we used to be so uh-huh. cute. We used to do like the cutest stuff. We was and doing then, all kinds Amber, of everything. And then Amber worked oh, at the hair. Come on, you know, now. Right. Shop, so and we Tyrone. always got our hair done. I, I, I just spoke to Tyrone this past weekend too. It was good to talk really? to him. Mm-hmm. Wow. I know. I miss my brother. So yeah. So I got a week. Mm-hmm. 
What's it look like? All the accessories you will see. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> you know, I like curls. It's mm-hmm. curly, of course. So. As a black well, actually, blonde. it's like wavy. I'm okay. still black. Okay. But, you know, I do, you know, I do do the blonde sometimes in the summertime. Yeah. yeah. I like to pop out. But, right. And the red um, or the maroon. You know, it's not really like a red, red. It's, it's more purple. Like a, there you it's go. Purple. Yes. That color. The, the actual color is 99G. Okay. Um, but yes, <laughs> 99J. 99J. And then, um, so I got that. And then, oh, I got some crystal necklaces. Oh, nice. You did say you had ordered them, crystals. so they showed up. Yeah, no. so they should be here. Okay. They're not here yet. Um, I got me some Beats headphones. Mm-hmm. And I got a new case for my phone, which is like mermaid color. So sometimes it's blue, sometimes it's pink, sometimes it's green, sometimes oh, it's purple. It's really pretty. It still has the lighting on there, so mm-hmm. that's never going away. And mom's right. gonna have a Lumi case. Um, but that's it. I went shopping, y'all. But I didn't spend <laughs> as much as I thought I was gonna spend, you know. So I could easily just put that back in the savings from my paycheck. But right. do I want to? <laughs> Only God knows. <laughs> How was your week? <laughs> my week was good. Uh, my week was really good. Chance and I had theme nights. So one night we did 80s night, which was Uh us watching a bunch of 80s movies. Okay. And then the other night we did a horror movie night. Oh, no. Yeah. Well, I'm just going to tell you like this. We went through six films. Two of them are really good. Like, well, I'll say intriguing enough to to keep us going. And then the other four were just kind of like, I'll never get that time back again in my life. Oh. However, he really likes scary movies and he had been asking me to like watch scary movies. And you know how I am about certain movies and the energies. Okay, wait, scary or suspense thriller? Okay. Scary. Now, that, that's the thing. Because you know because, that I like suspense thriller, but I right. don't like scary movies. Well, you should watch The Invitation because that was a suspense thriller, even though it's classified as scary. It was interesting, to say okay. the least. It's on Netflix. It was interesting. Hmm. Yeah, because yeah. you know that I'm more of a like saw. That's suspense. So then watch and, the invitation. That's right. Watch the invitation because it's like, along that line. And my favorite movie is Identity. Mm-hmm. Like that's one of my Which was favorite a great movies. film. A great film. Yes. That was, you know, and that's a suspense thriller. Still to this day, one of my favorite movies because I did not see that coming with the personalities. That was brilliant. Yes, like that was, was so brilliant. Yes. Well, you know, one of my favorites is Seven. I'll, yeah. I'll forever love seven. Yes. Yes. Yeah. That's so, when I fell in love with uh, Morgan Freeman. I was like, he yeah. can do no wrong ever. Yeah. After so, this. Okay. Even though he looked 85 back then. So did you watch some gore stuff? We did. Um, or slaughter movies. Is it called? Yeah. There were some that were slaughter. One slasher, of them was. Slasher. I mean, slasher. Yeah. The Invitation is more of like a slasher psychological thriller. Then we watched The Autopsy of Jane Doe, which I was like, really? And then we watched, um, oh my God, what was the other ones? They were all on Netflix. What was the other ones? The scary movies. Open House was another one, which was like, eh. Mm-hmm. The Vault. The Vault was the other one that I knew exactly how it was going to end. Okay. But we still watched it and it was still entertaining for what it was. Okay. The invitation. What was the other one that we thought was good, though, that we both agreed on was good? Do you remember? The gift was the other one. Jason Bateman. Oh, that's the one that comes to the door. The the Mm -hmm. gift comes to the door. And Joel Edgerton. That's right. Is that on Netflix now? It is on. No, that one was on uh, HBO. Okay, I can watch it. Or Hulu. It was either on Netflix. It was on one of those three. But yeah, it was actually pretty good. 
Like it was something. I remember seeing the previews when that was coming out and I was like, oh, that looks interesting. I want to see it. Mm-hmm. And I never did. Yeah. But okay. So that's what else? we did. We were just, yeah, we were just moving it. Moving it. <laughs> yep. Filming it up. Yeah, pretty much. And I actually did have some business calls about some upcoming stuff. So, but, I mean, that's like every week. So, you know, exactly. just trying to stay going. Even though, like, I have to be honest, this past week, it was rough. This past week was rough. I guess Aww. this past week was the final week that was like the depressed week. Because I'd have some really, really high moments and then some other moments. I was just like, whatever. But, I mean, we've been doing this for two months. Yeah. I mean, I'm human. I was bound to have one week. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, you know, yep. so, yeah. I went through mine, so I get it. I get yeah. it. I'm, I'm good now. Like, I'm good. Like, you know. You can all, I tell everybody all the time, you can always tell how I'm feeling by how I look physically. Yeah. If I have not shaved or haven't done anything with my hair, you can tell like, okay, what's going on? Are you tired or are you going through something? Mm -hmm. Because it's only one of those two. So you see, I'm doing all right today. (laughs) Well, it sounded like you had a good week and you had a week to sit back and reflect about some things and kind of get yourself back in a healthy mental state, which. Yeah. We all need that sometimes, so mm-hmm. pretty dope. And actually, I did not know that uh, May was Mental Health Month. It is Mental Health Month, mm-hmm. right? Before we move on, also, so happy Mental Health Month! I hope you guys are all staying sane, literally. Yes, and mm-hmm. also happy Memorial Day weekend coming up. It's coming up since we'll, well, we're here. I mean, well, I know, but. Memorial Day is Monday, so. Right. So. so we'll still be quarantined. We'll but. be quarantined, but I'll be off work. <laughs> well, yeah, she have an extra day, so that's nice. It is nice. An extra paid day. Yes. And we actually have another one yeah. of our holidays this week on Friday. I'm going to work half a day. Oh, cool. But hey, another day where I wouldn't have had to work. Exactly. But I choose to get extra money while I'm not doing anything anyway. I know that's right. Come on now. So. Speaking of extra money, mm-hmm. do you guys know that doing this show costs money? Oh, so does that mean you about to give them some information on how they could help out? Yes, I am. <laughs> In order for us to keep going and keep things oh. strong and keep giving you guys everything that you need, we mm-hmm. have a what? A Patreon. What is Patreon, you may ask? Well, Patreon is what pays the bills. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> no, but Patreon. Oh, God. <laughs> it doesn't pay the bills, however, it does help. Um, it does Patreon help. is a platform that we use um, mm-hmm. where you can go on and sign up and become a subscriber to our extra content. And um, we got some cool things coming, you guys. And so uh, the higher your tier, the more perks that you get. That's right. If you sign up for that bottom tier, you will be a basic breaker. And unfortunately, you will not have access to the content, mm-hmm. but you'll have a little few things. But if you move on up in glory, mm, high and high, then you might get the things that your heart desires. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, you, rhyme, girl. All you right. guys can go check out our Patreon at www.patreon.com backslash breaking Hollywood. And that is that on that. Yes, we are going to move to our favorite time of the show. And mm-hmm. that is. 
is tea time. Let's go. All right, we are in tea time, and baby, it's time for pop culture. <laughs> Let me tell you something. You know what? To be honest, and I'm just going to give her all the credit. I have mm-hmm. been watching B Simone. I don't know if you know who she is. That name sounds very she's familiar. A, she's a social media social media influencer. Mm-hmm. She's on Wild and Out. She's a comedian. Okay, yes, I do know her. I think I know her okay, from she Wild has and Out. The, and she has the B Simone tone, and she okay. always says, "Baby boy, baby girl." <laughs> and so. She wrote a book, which, mm-hmm. oh, I forgot to mention, I also bought that. She wrote a book, though, um, about manis- manifesting um, oh, because nice. she has literally manifested her entire career. Wow. So, um, well, like even this year, she said by her 30th birthday, she wanted to be a millionaire mm-hmm. and not just a mir- millionaire as far as like assets and everything. But she wanted a million dollars in the bank that she could look at. And there's a million dollars. Wow. So she mm. manifested and she worked. I mean, Carl, obviously with quarantine, a lot of things happened. So she couldn't right. go and do shows. She couldn't go and do all kinds of stuff. She started doing hair because she used to be a beautician. Wow. She obviously is selling the books. She has a beauty line, um, makeup and all kind of stuff. So she just started doing any, any and everything. She was doing promo for twenty five dollars, wow. like all kind of stuff. She said she won't be a millionaire. Come on now. And she did it. See? And she did it. So um, you have to tell she, me the name of that book. Yeah. Yeah. They call her the Manifesting Queen. So um, I just bought her book. Okay. And, but anyway, I've been watching her YouTube channel mm-hmm. all day. And she has like blogs and stuff. So it just kind of sticks with you, right. you know, the town. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. But anyway, into pop culture and into hood news. This week I had to give it to our good girl, <laughs> Nancy Pelosi, because let me tell you something. Nancy took the cake. This no, I'm week. laughing because was, you gave her hood news. <laughs> she is, this is ghetto. <laughs> This is ghetto, and I don't care what anybody says. This was ghetto. Oh, oh, oh my So goodness. Nancy let 45 have it, okay? And she was the queen of petty this week. Oh, oh Apparently, she does not agree with the fact that Trump admitted to taking hydrochloroquine. Quinn. Mm-hmm. That's how you say it, right? Yes. Yep. Okay. Even though it's been, even though it, and even though he's taking it and it hasn't been approved by FDA, y'all. So he is taking right. something that somebody told him would possibly to work towards preventing right. COVID nineteen, but it hasn't been proven. Even though some physicians are saying that it has been approved, so right now there is no studies or there is no data to show it. with anything with hydrochloroquine. <laughs> I ain't drinking it. I'm not taking it. They're actually in pill forms because uh, there's a form of it that's used for malaria. I'm not taking it. And so he's, that's, that's what the danger is. <clears throat> right. Yeah. So, yeah. Danger is the peroxide that's in there, the bleach. <laughs> okay, we're back to the story. <laughs> back to the story. <laughs> so, uh, anyway, here's what Nancy had to say in her <laughs> interview. <laughs> as far as the president is concerned, um, the... Uh, uh, 
Our, he's our president, and I would rather he not be taking something that has not been approved uh, by the scientist, especially in his age group and in his, shall we say, weight group, what is morbidly obese, they say. So I, I, uh, I, I think it was, it's not a good idea. <laughs> morbidly <laughs> obese. <laughs> What? No. Okay. I'm going to admit I laughed when I first heard it because she's like, and what did they say? She said it just like him. She used his words and everything. Yes. And she's like, what do they call it? Morbidly obese? <laughs> as, and as what do you call morbidly obese, as uh, they would say? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, Nancy, you get hood news this week, honey. You know, and I have to say, Anderson Cooper. He held it together pretty good because if it would have been me, I would have I laughed on live on air. I would have laughed. He, he held it he did. together. You saw it all in his face. eyes, though. If you go back and watch that video, I kept watching it over and over to see if he had any response. And then you could tell the delay because as soon as she said it, he straightened up. His eyes kind of like went up and then they went back down. He's like, I'm live. Hold it. Hold it. Hold it. Hold it. <laughs> Yeah, so Nancy, you take the cake this yeah, week. She did. You get the crown. Mm-hmm. Hood news is yours. Um, <laughs> moving on to the next topic, which it really could be in film, but I felt like it could be in film and TV, but I felt like why not talk about it because I found it interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, so, due to coronavirus, many adult sex workers and film stars obviously haven't been able to do right. anything because ain't Their nobody films, going to strip correct. clubs. And people ain't picking up people off the street no more. Um, So they've taken it to the Internet since online is still working. Black China. (laughs) I know why you're laughing. I'm just trying to let you get through the story without delaying. So I just wanted to uh, keep it together. (laughs) I didn't mean it like that. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying that these people on the film are on the Let me be clear. I was not saying that the people on this docuseries are street walkers. I was not implying that. I was just saying sex workers are not able to work right right. now. Mm -hmm. That's all. Right. Anyway, so Black China is executive executive producer for this new docuseries that is on Zeus Network, mm-hmm. and it's called Only Cam LA. Basically, it highlights people that are making their income through OnlyFans, Cam sites, and Patreon. Okay. <laughs> um, so one of the guys on there, his name is Dallas. He, I saw him on Catfish, and I was like, how is this guy on this show? Well, here's why. Um, he has an OnlyFans account where mm-hmm. he has a certain amount of subscribers and he basically makes 100000 a month wow. from his subscribers. Doing, I mean, they do all kinds of videos. Right. What, okay. What's whatever so the first, people want. Yeah. So I'm going to say this. If you are not <laughs> over the age of 18, you don't need to watch the show because there are, they do show some body parts, not oh. all of them, but, and I actually subscribed again to, because I had a subscription. <laughs> And then I unsubscribed because I wasn't watching it anymore. So then I actually subscribed just so I could see what this was about. And I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's very, very well produced. You know, I'm going to go check it out. Black China also has an OnlyFans uh, where she's charging people $50 a month to see her content. So. Okay. <laughs> 
Hey, I'm not I'm not knocking anybody. I have Listen, spoken to if they have, several if they, of my associates who have been that's been one of the things. And I'm like, hey, if that works for you, do what you do. I feel like I'm gonna do one for my for my feet. Hey, I'm not knocking anybody. You have the right to live your life the way you want to live your life. And there's a market for everybody. I'm just playing. I'm not gonna do <laughs> I'm not gonna do one, but maybe, <laughs> but I'm not gonna do it. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll see. Um, but yeah, but no, the, the, the show was the show was pretty interesting. So I just thought that I would talk about that today in pop culture okay. because that's something's going on. Also in pop culture, Future uh, released an album. This is a part of part of music also, but I didn't want to play his music. Um, but he released an album mm-hmm. this uh, past week. So that's that's that. Oh, okay. Everybody is also excited because he mentioned Lori Harvey in one of his songs. And if you don't know what you probably don't know, <laughs> Steve Harvey's stepdaughter, oh, stepdaughter is Lori Harvey. Oh, so it's his Marjorie's. Is that her name? Marjorie, right? Okay. Steve Harvey's wife? I don't know I think her, her name. name's Marjorie. Okay. Okay. So that's her daughter from mm-hmm. before. But anyway, Lori Harvey um, is beautiful and she's one of the many people who have been with future if you don't know a lot of women have children by future a lot including sierra so maybe like seven different baby mamas i don't know um yeah and so he actually put her name in the song so everybody is like in shock like oh wow he's in love in love because if you know anything about future he said you know these hoes is for the streets Oh, okay. They for the streets. So the fact that he found love is a big thing. Well, at least he lets you know where he stands. Yes. Mm. And his whole thing is that, you know, you would know if it is his woman by the type of watch she's wearing. Oh. So. Okay. This is, this is future. So anyway, that's all. I mean, there wasn't a lot that went on. This week? Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was one of those weeks. It was. But, uh. That's that on that. So we're going to move on to Have You Seen It? All right. Now into some unfortunately sad news. This past week, comedic actor Fred Willard, known for uh, his role in Modern Family and Everybody Loves Raymond, passed away at the age of 86. Uh, His daughter did give a statement and she said he did pass away from natural causes and he was at peace. So our hearts do go out to him. He's done so many things. Like if I was to show you. Who was he in Modern Family? Honestly, I didn't watch that show. Didn't watch it. Okay. So I couldn't was, tell you if I showed you his face. Loves Raymond. Uh he, he was like a bit part. He always played that odd, oh. weird old man. So it was the dad in Modern Family? It might have been, yes. Not Al Bundy, but the other guy. The other old, old, old one. No, okay. I'll just have to show you a picture of him and then but yeah. So unfortunately our condolences go out to his family. Um he will be missed because he was another comedic icon. Uh, Moving on to some films. So Spike Lee is dropping another original joint called The Five Bloods on Netflix. June 15th, 
will be out. So now this is, it looks like an interesting, well, all of Spike Lee's films are normally really, really interesting, but I'm really interested to see this one because um, it's going to be starring Chadwick Boseman and Delroy Lindo, who Delroy, I became a fan of his from uh, Crooklyn because you know he was the father. So I mm-hmm. fell in love with him back then, even though he's done mm-hmm. so many other things since then. But it's starring those two. And this is about um, some Vietnam vets who go back to Vietnam to get his body, their commander's body, and the gold that they stashed away in Vietnam. So oh. it looks really good. Like, I don't know if this story is based in any truth. I don't know if this is, you know, uh, I, I don't think it's based in any truth because it didn't say that. But it looks like really, really, really good. And so that's going to be on Netflix June 15th. So I keep you guys updated on that. But I just want to mention it because the trailer dropped this past week. Another thing I want to talk about is this um, HBO Max thing. Have you heard about that? No. So HBO is apparently coming out with another app. So you know they have HBO Now and HBO Go, which is like their streaming stuff and all of that. Well, they're coming out with something like HBO Max, which is supposed to be like better. And so for those of us who already have HBO Go, we're automatically going to be upgraded to HBO Max. But one of the things that they're offering that nobody else has is they're offering 10,000 hours of content. 10,000? 10,000 hours of content. That is absolutely insane. And actually, okay. So this week I also saw, I think it was on Nerdist where I saw this. But um, remember the Justice League? The, the film, The Justice League, it was done by director Zack Snyder, where uh, Batman and well, Ben Affleck was the Batman and Superman come together and they're fighting and all of that. It wasn't the greatest. Like, it was two hours of bad for me. I didn't enjoy it. But Zack Snyder, the people who really love the film and have been like fighting mm-hmm. for a long time because they wanted to see Zack Snyder, who is the director's cut of that film, which was okay. apparently three hours. Well, they're finally getting their wish because HBO Max said this past week that one of the um one of the pieces of the 10,000 hours of content that's going to be on HBO Max is the 3 hour version of The Justice League. So, for those of you who want to sit through another excruciating that's hour a, of Justice League, movie. it was already long enough and I was like, ugh. And again, like I wanted to really see Superman, Batman, Aquaman. I wanted to see all of them together. I was like really excited for that. It just didn't right. really like just resonate with me. And I was really excited to flash everybody. I was like, dang, this kind of sucks that it wasn't as good as I was hoping it was going to be. So Mm. anyway, moving on to another streaming platform, Disney Plus released uh, a sneak peek this week of original content that is coming to their platform. So they're going back to uh, pull out some of their old stuff and they're going to be revamping it. But Phineas and Ferb, the movie's coming out, and it's going to be called nice. Candace Against the Universe. So for all of you who were Phineas and Ferb fans I was. back in the day, yeah, they're coming out with a movie exclusively on Disney+. Plus. So I think that's going to be Dope. cool. I'm just I've been watching Powerpuff Girls on Hulu. I've been watching Powerpuff Girls on Hulu. Have you really? Yeah, that's my nighttime show. Yeah. I mean, sometimes you just feel the nostalgia. Mojo Jojo. I went back and actually watched Who Framed Roger Rabbit and was like super emotional. And like I knew all the lines, like all of it. Okay. It was great. That was an right. 80s night. Anyway. But why so emotional? Yeah. Huh? Why emotional? Oh, that's an emotional movie, girl. Like they framed Roger Rabbit. He was killing people. That tune was yeah. crazy. It was bad. He was insane. Mm. <laughs> that, <laughs> that movie for back then, if you, like watching it now, that movie back then was crazy. Yeah. But it was one of my favorite movies. It literally, that movie, 
I was talking to Chance about that. That movie is what made me love movies. Because back then to have cartoons and humans in the same movie and then yeah. the whole storytelling of it, that was not a movie made for kids. But as a kid, I saw that and loved it. Yeah, it was not for kids. It is kids. not. Like Very watching sexual. it now, I'm like, this is some <laughs> like heavy stuff. And some of the jokes that they're making, they allude to it, but they don't mm-hmm. say it. So as a kid, I didn't get that stuff. You know what I mean? But anyway. just like the cartoon. <laughs> Come on now. So, yeah. And then I wanted to talk about this. So it has been announced that David Arquette will be returning to the big screen to reprise his role as Deputy Dewey. Because, yes, that's right. Another screen is being made. That will mark number five that they are going to be doing. So they will start physical production of it later this year in uh, Wilmington, North Carolina, after all the safety protocols have been in place for how productions are to move forward. But yes, and they are talking about trying to get a lot of the original castmates back again for this one. Mm. Of course, there is no information on the story yet, but I'm like, Scream 5. I'm going to be honest, Scream 4, I enjoyed. I really enjoyed the twist in that. I only saw the first two. Yeah, the third one was like, oh my goodness, okay. The third one was when they're running around the movie set. And that's yeah. when the killer end up being like her stepbrother because her mom had a baby with some other man and then estranged them when she was acting in Hollywood. Yeah, it was like far-fetched and crazy. And I was disappointed. And then they came out with Scream 4 and they wrapped it up nicely and brought back all those original characters. And I was like, okay, that's how you go out. So I'm hoping they go down that road again because Scream 4 was it for me. I was like, yes, it was, it was just as good as the first one to me. I loved it. Mm. So yeah. And then moving on to uh, finally, The Lovebirds is out today on Netflix. This is starring Issa Rae and Kamal Numjami. This is a uh, romantic comedy. It's about a couple who's getting ready to um, get separated. And one night they are out and unfortunately they happen to witness a murder and then they get blamed for the murder and then (laughs) craziness just develops and so it is them trying to run around find the murderers and also clear their names but yeah it is out tonight on netflix so check it out i know i'm going to be watching it definitely because it looks hilarious (laughs) it looks good i like both of them so i know it's going to be funny oh my god that's what i was going to say so okay we're going to move on to tv so i just found out about this and i was really excited so I really liked The Equalizer, which was the film with Denzel Washington, where he played yes. the, the vigilante uh, guardian angel of the neighborhood. Well, they're reprising this and doing it on CBS. Why are you laughing? What happened? Nothing. No. Why? Because I said it too fast. <laughs> <laughs> So, yes, they're reprising this, and CBS is bringing this to television. However, uh, Queen Latifah is going to be playing the main character. So, it's going to be a woman called Robin McCall, and it's going to be starting this fall, and it's going to be showing on Sundays at 8 p.m., and Queen Latifah is not only starring, but she's one of the executive producers. Of course. Like, I'm really excited to see this. Like, a female version of The Equalizer? That is going to be insanely dope, like super dope. So, yeah, I'll keep you guys up to date on that because I really want to like I'm hyped about that. Next, Sounds we have good. season two of The Politician. Y'all, I talked about this yes. last year. Me and Trina binged, watched it together in one day. Binged. So it was so good. It's so good. I cannot wait for season two. It's coming out June 19th. So I'll keep y'all updated on that, too. And then I am not a fan of the show. So I'm just letting you guys know, 
I can't really tell you much about it. I only watched season one, but the final season of uh, 13 Reasons Why is going to be released on June 5th. I know some people mm-hmm. are into it. I don't know how I was much. into it. I watched the first season. And then after that, I was just kind of like, I'm good. Yeah. This last season was not my juice, but, mm-hmm. you know, to each his own. Right. I have no idea what happened. I, you know, I spoke about it. Everybody knows my feelings about season one. I watched it. It was interesting. There were certain yeah. things I felt, but I was like, hey, whatever. It starts to get corny. I see. And I kind of figured, because I was wondering, like, where can you go season two? Like, season two was good. Oh, was season it? Season two was good. Okay. And how it ended was good. But then how they pick back up mm-hmm. on season three, I was just like, all right. Gotcha. Okay. Well, season yeah. four coming and it's going to be the final season. And again, June 5th. So for those of you who love that show, check it out because it's coming out. And then I got a chance this week to watch this new docuseries that's on Netflix called Trial by Media. Trina, you have to check it out. I've only watched the first episode. And the first mm-hmm, episode, mm-hmm. what they're doing is they're dissecting how the mass media has an effect on how certain cases play out because mm. the media amplifies certain things to get the right. crowd or to get the, um, the public opinion in on it so that yeah. it kind of sways the jurors where it becomes, you know, the good versus the bad. However, the first one was the Jenny Jones show where um, this gay gentleman and his friend go on to the show. And they bring a straight gentleman onto the show so that the gay guy can confess that he has a crush on him. Mm-hmm. And after they taped that show four days later, when they went back home, the straight guy ends up going to the gay guy's home and killing the man. And it was a big deal back in the 90s. And that's why Jenny Jones show eventually went off the air. You know, oh. it was when Maury Povich was on and, you know. Montel Jordan and all of them. It was when, all, you know, Sarah, Sally Jesse Raphael. It was during that time. Mm. But that's. Oh, wow. Yeah. Do you not remember that story? I remember no. hearing something about it, but then like watching this docuseries, but they cover multiple different ones. Like the one, the second one I think is called the subway something, but it's all these different things that the media played a big part in the verdict. covering it as far yeah. as putting it out to, you know, all of America. So yeah. Oh, so then they're going to have one on a mod. Well, I don't think so. I think it's all stuff in the past. So I'm not sure. I- I was just being funny. Oh, okay. I was about to say, because I don't think they're going to get... Yeah, because, you know, now they're trying to paint a picture. Netflix is not trying to go there yet. (laughs) Right. But, you know. So, yeah. And then certainly, last but not least, this upcoming Wednesday on CBS. Yes, I'm going to keep plugging it. It's a shameless plug, but I'm going to do it because, hey... This is our show, so I can do that. And for those of y'all who love me, get on CBS this upcoming Wednesday. That's right, May 27th at 8 p.m. Game On is coming on CBS. Everybody tune in. That is one of the shows. That's actually the first TV show that's going to be airing that I worked on that is actually like a series. So, yes, uh, check it out. Spread the word. Tell everybody you can. Tell your mama, tell your cousin, tell your sister and her boyfriend. See, you know what? If you give her the time, she's going to give you the rhymes. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Well, you joined right on in. But you know what? That's perfect. Because right now, you know what time it is? It's time time for Music with Trina. With me. All right, so we are here in Music with Trina, and um, 
Like I said, I didn't want to play anything from Future, but he did right. have an album that came out called mm-hmm. High Off Life. Right. So you can listen to that. Um, the Jonas Brothers. Mm. The only one I know is Nick. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, who's the other ones? It, um, there's Nick Jonas, Joe Jonas, and another one. Joe? Yeah. What kind of name is that? There's a Joe Jonas. Joe There's Jones. Nick, Joe, and something else. I can't okay. remember. Well, the Jonas Brothers. Mm-hmm. Uh, they released a new single entitled X featuring Carol G. And I happened to stumble upon it and I like it. So here it is. Brothers can sing. I didn't know that they did music like that, though. That sounds more on the Latin side. Are they Latin? Well, no, but most pop artists are trying to branch out to the Latin community because the Latin community is really popping as far yeah. as like the music. It I mean, is right now. Yeah, mm-hmm. it is. So that's that. I mean, there's nothing else to say on that because I don't know them. So <laughs> moving on to the next, I ran across this guy last year around Christmas time, and he did a holiday medley. And Carl, there was like eight different harmonies. You saw the New Year's one, remember? That's when I I became a fan of him. So I've been a fan since. Jacob Collier has an amazing year for music, and he released a single last week entitled All I Need, featuring Mahala or Mahalia. Do not know how to pronounce it, and I think I did it right the second time. Mahalia. And Ty Dollar Sign, and y'all know I love me some time. Yeah, you do. So um, just check it out for yourself. But here is all I need. Hi, I love thinking of all the kisses you could give me if I came around. Hi, I love the illumination you bring to all the other merry things I found. Cause every time I think about it, can't stop thinking about it. Huh. You are all I need. I And that was bad. I like that one too. A lot. I love that. Yeah. I love that. I love oh that. I love how he uses um his musicality to even though it's his voice, it's very instrumental. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, like, he plays but he's good. All yeah. these instruments. Mm-hmm. So he hears it. Like he hears the notes that were just like, Oh, that could go there. Okay. And I love how he's just taking somebody from hip hop and somebody from like R and B and put in his, cause he doesn't have a sound. He doesn't have like a genre that he falls into. Cause he does, cause he does all it all. kinds of stuff. He does it all. Right. Yeah. So I'm, so I'm like, okay, he's 
I call a universal artist, which I don't even think that's a real thing. Do you know We're what gonna I mean? We're going to coin it. Let's trademark it. Upright, a universal artist. Come on now. Put it on a t-shirt. Hmm. Because he does everything. So I I love that because that's not what I was expecting at all. So it's still his sound and her sound and Ty's sound. Like, that's super dope. Like, uh, yeah. Yeah, it was mm-hmm. really nice. So that was Jacob Collier again, All I Need. And here is Trina's Tune of the Week. Y'all, when you are Beyonce's protege, there is an expectation that you should be able to not only sing, but also perform and entertain. And I have to say, Chloe and Haley have not fallen short of their responsibilities. They released a new single and a video this past week from their upcoming album, Ungodly Hour. And I'm about to play it. It's called Do It. And I have been singing and dancing to the song since I've heard it. I have high hopes that these ladies will be bringing some heat once Mm -hmm. this album drops. But until then, here is their newest single, Do It. songs that i've liked all of them yeah yeah yep. i'm on a roll that was a good one i'm on a rizzle that song all of those. does something <clears throat> to me though like i have literally been like oh it's so cute and flirty and, and just... you can definitely hear the beyonce influence in it yes i was like okay that's but... why i said that's why i said i'm like but the fact but but i think it's because there's two of them mm-hmm. and like the harmony first of all they're blend they're oh blend <laughs> I mean, they're twins, so. Right. But, and then on top of that, when you just have two-part harmony, like an entire song. Right. Get out of here. Get out of here. Beyonce can't do it with herself. (laughs) She can't do it with herself. So, who? Layla. Layla, she, yes. She can? Uh (laughs) (laughs) Uh-huh. If y'all don't know what we're talking about, Layla Hathaway has the ability to harmonize with herself. That's right. She'll be singing and then she just stops and she hit a note and you'll hear her singing the note, but you will also hear her throat Mm -hmm. singing another note at the same time. What is it called? Uh, It's the Von Trapp technique where you're able to split your vocal cords and sing Mm -hmm. two notes simultaneously that are harmonious. It's amazing. And we're, you know what? Here, y'all can hear it right now. 
That's what that's we're talking it. about. That's one person singing yes. two notes that's at right. the same time. <laughs> so anyway, that'll do it. Uh, that is Music with Trina this week. I'm glad you enjoyed. And just for those of you who don't know, if you want to know where that song comes from, that's um, Snarky Puppy featuring Layla Hathaway. There we go. So that's that on that. And we are going to move into Carl's favorite time of today. Oh, God. World news and politics. Let's go. <laughs> Welcome, welcome, welcome. And you know what? I think we're going to go into uh, just piggybacking off of uh, Madam Petty. Because you know you had Nancy. Nancy. Up in hood news. Well, I'm yeah, just going to snap hood. some hood news and bring it down to world news. Bring it down. Because you know, after she news called him out. News is news, honey. News is news. <laughs> well, no, I'm laughing because she doubled down. Listen here. Because later on in the week, mm-hmm. after she already called him morbidly obese. Some reporters asked her, you know, what is it that you actually meant by that? You know, she she was questioned. I, for a moment, thought she was going to back down, as they this have done Nancy. so many other times. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. She dug her heels in. Have a listen to what she Nancy. had to say. This is Nancy. <laughs> well, I, I didn't um, say anything about the president. I, I gave him a dose of his own medicine. He's called women uh, one thing or another over time. And I, I thought he thinks that passes off his humor in certain cultures. And I thought that was what that was. And I was only quoting what doctors had said about him. So I was being factual in a very sympathetic way. I said, he's our president. We don't want our president taking something that could be dangerous, as the scientists have said it could be. If he takes offense at that, well, I could take offense at a lot of things, but they don't really mean that much to me. But again, a dose of his own medicine. I listen. <laughs> I just, I just, I just. Okay. Well, firstly, I, okay. I have to say this now. According to his doctors, the record actually shows that they have said that he is obese, not morbidly obese. So we do need to right. make that clear. Yes. So she is incorrect in things. that fact as far as facts go. She didn't care. No, she didn't. So she, she is being. Ready. She knew what she was. What she said at the end of it. I thought, she was I thought he was okay that. with that. She was. She said. I thought it was joking. She said like I was doing it in the same fashion that, that he, he does. Because <laughs> right. I can be offended by the things that he says about women. Come on now, right. Nancy. Don't give. Two She's done. Shits. Corona has pushed her and everyone else. And she looks stressed. She looks stressed. We're just going to, we're going to stay right there. We're going to stay in that vein because you know what? This might take up the rest of the news because earlier today, before we started recording, I got the opportunity to watch the clip with Don Lemon and um, Chris Cromo. Have you seen that? No. Okay. So let me just explain what's going on. I was originally going to play the clip, but it's a little too long to play the clip. So I decided not to, but we're going to have a conversation about it because Chris Cuomo, okay. First, let me give you context. The issue is, is that Donald Trump has said that he is not going to be inviting President Barack Obama 
to the White House the for the picture unveiling. And mm-hmm. President Obama said, that's cool. I, please don't invite me. I want nothing to do with this administration. Right. So Chris Cuomo got on. And Chris Cuomo was just stating his opinion, which is, you know, during this time is the time when President Obama should step up and be the one to, you know, put aside all of that stuff and still go and say, no, you're going to let me into the White House because every first term president has always been invited back and this and that and the other. So pretty much his position was President Obama should not be taking the stance that he's taking, which is, no, I'm not going to go. Well, Don Lemon got on. And Don Lemon wasn't having it. Don Lemon he, was like, we listen here. already know he's being tired. <laughs> he was fed up two episodes ago. <laughs> So, <laughs> so listen, Don's Afro and grew. He didn't lost that white twang. Don is like, listen, you, you yeah. want, no, you got no. The black has I come out of Don <laughs> today. Because I have he time. Let today, Chris tomorrow, and future. He I said, have time. Paraphrasing. He told Chris, no, 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 no. You, you don't get to tell us that. No, he's doing exactly what. Mm-hmm. The people who supported him mm-hmm. want him to do, which is not be a part mm-hmm. of that messy administration. Don is not having it. Period. And then Chris Cuomo was finally like, you know what? You're right. You know, I'm not going to win an argument with you, especially not over this topic. He was like, I love you, bro. Don was like, uh-huh. It was good to talk to you. All right. <laughs> Have a good day. <laughs> I mean, to grow up, Don was not having it. So listen here. People are done and done. They're tired. People are tired. Super funny. But I didn't originally have that in the notes to talk about, but I just had to go over it seeing that he just, he has to be in the news. So people, they're done. People are done. And I'm, you know, hey, what will be is what will be. How about that? Yeah. Moving on. Some more good uh, news. This past week, Captain Tom Moore, who uh, we did speak about earlier this year, who was the British vet who walked around his garden a hundred times for his 100th birthday to raise money for the National Health Service charities. He's the gentleman who ended up raising uh, 40 million pound for those charities by walking those 100 laps. Well, the queen, she finally, well, she decided to bestow the honor on him of knighting him. Mm -hmm. So he is now uh, knighted, which is actually really, really cool. So he did a great, 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 great thing. I mean, this man is 100 and he can walk 100 laps around his garden and raise 40 million pounds. Come on here. I'm for Doing it. his part for the coronavirus. So. I'm for him. I don't know about the queen. Oh, well, I mean, okay, the only person who can be stole being a knight is the queen. Harry and Meghan shouldn't have to be here, but I ain't going. I mean, that's their family business. I'm not touching that. I am just covering the saying. news. It ain't my business. The news and is what's talking is about Captain. And queen. Oh, Lord. <laughs> we had our first. Listen, okay. Oh, Jesus. The world has had their first black princess. Do not. And I repeat, do not try to take this away from us. Disney just gave us one black princess. And now you want to take our real one? All right. And that's that. Back to world news and politics. Captain Tom Don't Moore will serve. Don't be taking our princess. Oh, Jesus Christ. What are you talking about? Our princess. We don't even live in a monarchy. So she's not even your princess. She's what our is princess. this? What is this? She's our princess. <laughs> okay. Okay. Can I get back to the news? So we can yes. get through this. Please. Continue. Sir Tom Moore, we honor you. Thank you for everything that you've done. We appreciate you, sir. We're, we're glad that we have people like you in this world. Isn't he now Knight Tom Moore? That's why you say, sir. Oh. The sir replaces the knight when it comes with them. 
like Sir Ian McKellen, he is a knight as well. That's why they put the sir in front of his name. Ah. Mm-hmm. I thought that was just a British thing. No, they don't use sir loosely like that. Ah. <clears throat> Next, uh, CNN is reporting that basketball legend and NBA Hall of Fame Magic Johnson will be providing $100 million in capital to fund federal loans for minority and women business owners who operate yes, in underserved communities and who have been hit hardest by the coronavirus pandemic. That's dope. She's going to be doing this through uh, the Equitrust Life Insurance Company, which he is the majority shareholder over. Mm-hmm. And uh, the loans will be dispersed through the federal loan. Go- Ooh, federal gongs. <laughs> <laughs> I was doing so good. I was hoping to make it through a show without one of those. But hey, it is what this it is. This is your second one, but so, it's okay. Is it my second one? Yeah, whatever. The, what was my first one? It was something you tried to say in really? film, but I just let it go. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> this is my second one, apparently, y'all. I missed the first one. I completely overlooked it. But, um, the loans will be dispersed through the federal government's Paycheck Protection Program. I didn't get a whole bunch of information on that. I think that's dealing with the small business loans that were out there that are a little backed up right now. Right. I, again, am not going to speak on that. If you guys have some questions, you can write me about it and I'll dive a little deeper into that. But I would automatically say go to the federal government's page to look that up if you are a small business. What is the federal government's page? It, you just look up the federal government Paycheck Protection Program. It was a part of the CARES Act. So I don't have the website. So again, what about the Heroes really Act? Hmm? Say again. What's going on with the Heroes Act? Did it pass or not? I want my second stimulus. Uh, no, it hasn't passed yet <laughs> because they can't get people to vote on it. I mean, I you know, it's going to go to the Senate. <laughs> I want to be stimulated. Okay. You know what? So I can I'm, be a stimuli. Oh my God! Really? <laughs> <laughs> and I want to pay off my student loans. Okay. And on that note, I think we should just go ahead and move right on into self-care. Can we do that? Let's do that. Okay, let's go. All right. All right. We are in to self-care. Self-care. And this week, I wanted to have a conversation on what it means to break the addiction. And Mm. I'm not talking about the normal addictions that everybody talks about, because the addictions that people talk about are substance abuse. So like Mm -hmm. opioids, alcohol, Mm -hmm. marijuana. No, 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 no. Mm -hmm. Seeing that this is uh, May and it's mental health month. I mental health awareness month, forgive me. Mm -hmm. I want to address the addictions of mental behaviors Mm. because I have had several conversations this week, Mm -hmm. several conversations this week with people Mm -hmm. and I'm calling myself out right now. So many of them are going to hear this and be like, oh, okay. And I'll have to admit in these conversations, I found myself getting to a point where I could no longer um, stomach the need to overthink. Okay. And I had had, I'm trying to think of how to word this, mm-hmm. but there are some, there are some issues that hadn't even become reality for about four people. Okay. 
And they all called and, and had a conversation with me. And in every one of those conversations, it was, well, I'm doing this and this and this and this. And it would come to me to ask them a very simple question like, well, is this the reality? Is this actually been, has this actually happened? Mm-hmm. And the answer was always no. So then my response would be, so then why are you planning for that if that is, has not happened? I'm confused. And they would be like, well, just because you never know. And I'm like, okay, so help me understand this. You're planning for something that literally currently right now is not a reality and does not even look like a reality. Like you don't know, but you're planning for the worst already. Okay. So I began to kind of get irritated. And I will say that's something that I need to continue to work on Mm -hmm. because the way I live my life is not any better or any worse than anyone else. But I had to check myself because... I got to a point where I actually even got irritated with the people because it's just like, oh, my God, like you're just looking for drama. Right. Like you just you just have to have something. And I had to take a step back and be like, you know what, Carl? Firstly, you're being judgmental. Mm -hmm. And do you have a reason to feel that way? Because it is their personal situation. So maybe it is the end of the world for them. Right. And I'm like, okay, but if it isn't based in reality, then why do we do that? And it's funny because I was having that battle with myself and then I look on Instagram and then I see a post that says overthinking and it has some quote on it and I posted it on my Instagram. It's the formula to something. And I begin to wonder, why do we overthink? And we had this conversation last week. It's because of the chemical release we get from it. Mm -hmm. So how do we break that chemical release? Is that something that is still tied to substance abuse? Would that be a substance? Because even though it is not a physical form, when we put ourselves into stress or we are fearful or we are angry or we are sad, Mm -hmm. there are certain chemicals that our brain releases into Mm -hmm. our body and we feel a certain way. Mm -hmm. When you stress yourself or you get angry or you get fearful, your body puts itself through these physical traumas Mm -hmm. based on something that is not real. And I had to break my addiction of not being compassionate enough towards people who are not where I am in life. Mm -hmm. And that was probably what depressed me the most this past week, which is why I said it was a rough week because I had to be like, you know, I think I'm on this journey and I think I'm doing good. And then I catch myself judging somebody because they're not doing it the way that I do it. And then it becomes, you know, like, well, does that mean I have to accept it into my space? Do I have to continue to tolerate it? And that's the thing that I don't have an answer to yet, because of course I want to be there for my friends and my family, people I care about. But sometimes I'm like, I don't want to have to hear that because for me, you still have your job. You still have your car. You still have your home. There's people who don't have any of those things Mm -hmm. and none of those things are in jeopardy because in all four of the conversations I had, none of those things were really in jeopardy Right. because all of all four of them called me back and was like, look at God, look at how this worked out. The universe worked in my favor. And my question to all four of them was, then why were you worrying? Like, you know, the universe is always going to provide. So then why do you put yourself in a place to go through that? Well, worry is an addiction. Um, you know, Sorry for talking so long, but I had to get no, that out because it's been plaguing me and I need to understand it. It's OK, but worrying is an addiction that people often don't realize that they have um, worry warts. You know, yeah, I, I, I know myself. I'm a, I used to be a worrier. Um, I had for the longest time I had a worry stone that I used to carry around with me mm-hmm. um, in my pocket and I used to rub it and everything. And I actually ended up giving it to one of my 
best friends when we were in a moment and she was having a lot of anxiety about Mm -hmm. her business. And so I gave it over to her and obviously it worked and went all the way. And then she lost it and then she found it. But that's neither here nor there, Tony. I want my worry stone back. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But (laughs) um, I feel like a lot of people have been trained or taught to always prepare for the worst. And so we get in Mm -hmm. these situations where we just consume ourselves with worry and doubt. And it has become so natural and such a human thing that you don't know how to stop it. You don't know how to control that. Um, Mm -hmm. But I think, like you said, you're in a different space to where you've learned not to overthink things and just kind of let life go as it comes. And, um, you know, uh, that's a hard thing to do. Like, let's be real for you to actually not sit there and and dissect every little thing. Mm -hmm. Most of us do that. Like, that's just something that we do because life just has so many things going on. But I think in in that situation, you do have the power and the right to decide whether you want to allow those type of situations or those people in your space. I know that I went through a phase where I weeded out a bunch of people because they no longer served me. Mm -hmm. There is nothing wrong with letting people go. And if these are people who constantly always have to come to you and need your advice or they always, always have something going on or it's, you know what I mean? Like, right. it just might be time to let them go because you have outgrown them. Like, if you don't want to continue to um, enable that behavior, then don't. Right. I mean, because I, I got to a point last year, I was exhausting myself by giving out advice, by always listening to other people. I have people who literally tell me that I'm their therapist and it's they're so glad that they can get free therapy f- from me. And it mm. took me a lot to ev- like to sit and va- evaluate because I'm not a if you know me, I'm not a person who just puts their business out there. Like I talk right. to specific people about specific things. That's right. I have maybe four people in my life who know everything about me, <laughs> but there's some people that I tell you this and I give you that part of me. And some people I give this and some people I give like, I'm not like, I'm an open book to an extent right. with certain people. That's right. Um, and that's just my own protection thing. And that's also a Leo thing. But for, for me, This year, I told myself, I'm not doing that anymore. Mm. It exhausted me. It drained me. And you're right. It is an addiction. And it also becomes an addiction for me. Yes. Because I'm on the side of, ooh, they telling me all they tea. Not like I'm going and telling people they're, you know, but. Right. I mean, it's it. it, you kind of get like they depend on me. They need me, 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 me. Yes. You know, so um, I had to get to a space where I was just like, you know, no. I don't need to take on your energy because that's one thing that a lot of people don't realize they're doing. They're passing that on to you. Yes, right. It's a transfer. It's a transfer for sure. And then the other part of it is I like I have stuff that I'm working on, too. I cannot. Mm -hmm. Every time you're worried about uh, your money or every time you're worried about your relationship or every time like. I can't you're take that on. You're worried about your job or you're worried about your friend or you're worried about your relationship. Yeah, it's it's like different when I'm your friend. I call you. I need advice. You're my friend. You need to vent. That's a different relationship. 
But when you only call me to talk about these things or when it's convenient for you to talk, you call me and the only thing that you have to say is about your woes. Like, come on now, sweetie, this is not a revolving door. Right. Like it's not. There's a lock on it, baby. It opens, it closes, and it locks. This is not a gas station. You can't just come here, fill up, and go. Yeah. So not um, anymore. No. But yes, I do think that it's it's good to talk about this because you might be the person on the other side of that who is the worrier, who is the one who's dumping, and Mm -hmm. you have to learn how to honestly evaluate a situation without making it catastrophic like seriously look at the situation for what it is and there doesn't always have to be a what if attached to it like let it be what it is come on now it doesn't always have to be okay well i'm getting my check but i know i gotta pay this and this and this so if i don't pay this then they're gonna take my car they're gonna do this like it doesn't have to be that every time figure it out baby well most of the time it's not that that's the thing exactly and most of the time time you end up in a situation make a simple phone call and and, and fix it well most of the time it's a situation that you go through all of that and none of it happened so you wasted that time where you could have been doing something productive like laughing but you chose to subject yourself to that just stress, pressure, anger. Yeah. Like you were saying earlier, you manifested it. Right. What was what was her name? What was her name? B. Simone. B. Simone. Thank you. Yeah. How they call her the manifest queen. She manifested all that positive. Everything. You can manifest all that negative as well. Because if that's all you're talking about, what do you think you're going to get? Because perspective i said it last week exactly perspective is everything if you're not putting it out there that this is what you want this is what you desire who's there whoever's who's gonna know who's gonna know because mm. if the only thing that i'm hearing you say is man i wish this would stop or i i mm-hmm. wish for better days or, oh i hate this or oh i got the cancer like right it's all <laughs> that's all i hear but if you came out swinging, like I'm going, like B said, I'm going to be a millionaire by this. Day. I'm going to own a house by 31. I'm going to be a, a, a driving a Lexus or or a G wagon. Come on now, matte black with black rims with now. diamonds in it. Come I'm going to be driving now. Come on. This now. podcast is going to be uh, nationally heard all over this world. Period. That would not be nationally, but y'all know what I'm saying. <laughs> this is going to be a paid, this is going to be a paid job oh, for me and Carl. This is going right. to be bringing in income, okay? Mm-hmm. One of them. One string hmm. out of multiple. Hmm. So I'm just saying, like, it's a, it, it really is a mindset change. It That's really right. is um, getting out of that addiction to worry, addiction to stress, addiction to anxiety, and That's right. um, just working through it and becoming better. This is really it right. in a nutshell. So that's the only I don't know. I ain't that on that. So in light of all of that wonderful conversation, mm-hmm. I guess it's time to get open one out of here. It's time to go. Let's get about. Let's roll. Um, guys, we love you. And we mean it. Yes, we do. Love, light, and positivity always. Always. High five. High five. Bye. Bye.
just that. I didn't really like to compete in the game. Anything left. <laughs> depleted. <laughs> I'm depleted. Okay. Let's de deplete on out. Joke, I'm tired. <laughs> oh.